The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. During segregation, every Sunday from Memorial Day to Labor Day, black folks would travel far and wide to Cars Beach and Sparrows Beach. And I didn't know. I didn't know, maybe you didn't I didn't know, maybe you Two sisters, Lizzie Carr Smith and Florence Carr Sparrow. See, in 1902, their parents, who were formerly enslaved, Frederick Carr and his wife, Mary Wells Carr, they bought 180 acres of waterfront farmland in Annapolis. By 1926, it was Carr's Beach, a retreat for black families. By 1932, their daughter, Elizabeth Carr Smith, was operating Carr's Beach, and her sister, Florence Carr Sparrow, had created the adjoining Sparrows Beach. See, they operated two resorts side by side as separate business. Now, the height of Cars Beach was in the 50s and the 60s. Thousands would travel 200, 300, 400 miles to Cars Beach just for one day. See, whenever a black artist was on the Chitlin Circuit, you remember the Chitlin Circuit? That when black entertainers had to navigate around that Jim Crow South to perform at venues that accepted black entertainers? Yeah, that's the Chitlin Circuit. Well, that D.C., Maryland, and Baltimore run, Cars Beach, that was usually the last stop. Now, there were a couple things that made Cars Beach successful, but I'll give you three. One, it was black-owned. It was a refuge for black folks in a segregated country. Two, the beach had slot machines and a nightclub called Club Benghazi. See, Anne Arundel was the first Maryland County to legalize slot machines. And three was a very popular radio personality named Hoppy Adams. See, Hoppy Adams convinced the radio station to do live broadcast at Cars Beach, and it was beneficial to both of them. See, all the top acts came to Cars Beach. Billie Holiday, Lil Richard, The Shirelles, The Temptations, Ike and Tina Turner. They say July 21st, 1956, 70,000 people came to see Chuck Berry, but only 8,000 were lucky enough to witness it. Shoot, a 1962 performance by James Brown brought 11,000. Unfortunately, Cars Beach is no longer around. Why not? Desegregation pretty much destroyed it. See, when the Jim Crow era ended, venues that were once white only began to open up to black performers and attendees. And we just couldn't wait to neglect the beaches and facilities and universities that had provided for us for decades for those now accepting good old white spaces just so we could show that we belong. The popularity of the black-owned beaches declined. And now, where Cars Beach and Sparrows Beach once stood, or high-end condominiums. And I didn't know. Maybe you didn't either. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.